Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's so good to see you guys again. It is 1 p.m. here in Crystal Lake, Illinois. It means it's time for another live stream. Today is Friday, July 28th, 2023. Um, yeah, uh, it is really good to be back home. I can finally breathe again. Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen you guys. We did a live stream, I think, like a week ago was it thursday it was last thursday when i was in baltimore since then i've been spending time up in the mountains in colorado away from even cell service and running water so it's been i guess it was running water it was not potable running water i don't know where the water came from you had to like crank a thing to make the water come out and then i think it was only okay for washing dishes but it was an adventure an adventure but i'm back now i made it i did not die i had very I had several very um, seasoned, experienced trail guides to make sure that I didn't get lost, um, even when we were going off trail. So it was pretty amazing, and I'm back. And today we've got a lot to talk about because, uh, well, we'll get into it too, but we also have a lot of unboxings. Before we get to it further, though, I already just started jumping into this um, podcast, but I do want to make sure we say hi to everyone listening on the audio-only version of the podcast. You guys have not been getting a lot of love, and I also don't know how to keep in touch with you guys now that I think about it, or not now that I think about it, but this week I realized, I'm like, how do I tell people that listen to the audio-only version only that there's not going to be any? I guess I just have to like maybe just put out a brief, hey, there's not going to be any episodes for a while because... Yeah, otherwise I feel like it just goes incognito or incommunicado for a while for you guys. But welcome to you guys. Good to be back with you. Hope you're enjoying the run. And for those of you guys watching this on YouTube later but not live, I think you guys have known that there weren't going to be episodes, but I did not really communicate that very quick, uh, clearly, and that's my fault. But welcome back to the number one running live stream to listen to while you're wondering, whatever happened to that running live stream that I used to listen to every day? All right. Whew. Let's see who, who we got here in the chat. We got Frank Lulier who says, for some reason I thought I was going to be extra productive and get three hours more work done this week, but nope. Well, you know, Frank, I, you know, I tried to help you out with some time off in the middle of the day, but maybe it didn't work out. <laughs> um, Calvin Hong says, I'm hoping those decisions to be made refer to the Fruzio Run Club singlet. That's not it. That has been on the back burner in my mind just because I've been gone. So I... I got a follow-up like, hey, are you still interested kind of email uh, like four days ago. And then I left five days ago and then I left for Colorado. So I got to catch up on that. I have a lot of things that I have to catch up on. And here's the thing. Let's get to the decisions part first. And we can kind of talk about it the whole time too. Um, I even had like a notepad and a pen ready upstairs that I was going to bring down here so I could write down some things that we could th think of together. But I forgot it upstairs. So um, I'll just have to go back and look through the chat again and to remind myself. But here's the decisions that we need to make, guys. So um, this is going to be the only live stream for this week. It's Friday. That's kind of not that much of a surprise. Next week, I'm going on a family vacation. I'm going. My family's going. My sister and her family's going. And my parents are going. And we're going to be gone for the week. So there's not going to be any live streams next week at all. I'm really sorry about that. I should have planned this ahead. But here's where I'm planning and the decisions that come in. I have even more decisions to make. I have even more travel coming up later this year, and let me tell you about it. So first thing that I'm going to do is 
Well, I have another decision to make on top of that too. But the first thing is I'm going to go to Worlds. So I'm going to go to Budapest and try to cover it like I did last year. Um, I'm going with ASICs. And uh, it's going to be very exciting. My main focus, like last year, is going to be on the marathon. So that's going to be exciting. I'm going to be in Budapest for like four days. I think part of that's over a weekend. So I wouldn't have missed that many live streams. But then from Budapest, I'm going straight from Budapest to Chamonix. Because I'm going to go to UTMB this year. Uh, and I'm going there with Kraft. Um, a couple other people that you might know are also going to be in France for UTMB. Um, so that's going to be exciting. Not all going with the craft, but I've kind of been like talking to everybody and seeing who's going. And it seems like a lot of people that I already know are going to be there. So that's going to be nice. So that's going to be like, but that's going to be like 10 days where I'm not here from like the end of August to September. And what I'm thinking is that, you know, I hate leaving you guys without any live stream to have. Do you guys want a guest host? Should we let someone else take over? I mean, they won't be able to sit here in this literal chair, but they could sit in the chair in the, wherever they are. And if there were a guest host, someone that could like take over the entire episode solo with you guys, who would you want it to be? Or maybe they bring in a guest too. I'd be okay with that. You know? So you got you to let me know who you guys would want. Brian Lang thinks that Hello would be a good choice. I think he would be a great choice. I've been trying to get him to be on as a guest. So maybe I'll do that. And then like if he likes it, that'll be like kind of like the teaser. So I feel like that would be that would be good, you know? Cosmic Panel Michael says, it's the beginning of the Kofuzi Radio Network. I did have that in mind. I'd be like, this could be good. Daniel Burton says, like, no, it's not the same, my opinion. You know, I think, I think that a couple of you guys have said that, too. Um, you're not the only one. Sean Devlin said, no, no, no. Stephen C. said, um, Ed Bud. Hmm, that would be a really good choice, I feel like. And then... Um, Thomas Nguyen says, I'm good with a guest host, maybe Robbie. Robbie is the first person that came to mind. So Adam says, we need a serious host. Um, <laughs> yeah, he did uh, suggest it in, w in my post that I put on YouTube that I'm not going to be here, that he could take over, or he might do one at the same time. So maybe that's what we do, and we just figure out where we all need to go. So maybe either they do it here on this channel or they do it on their own channels. We can kind of figure that out, you know? So... Yeah, a lot of votes for Ed Bud and a lot of votes for Robbie. All right. So we went, maybe not every day. Daniel Burton doesn't like it. Um, and that's okay. Because I, I can understand it not, not going to be the same. But we'll, maybe, you know what? They might not want to do it. They might not be able to do it. So, yeah. All right. Uh, Kuvang says, oh, very nice UTMB. Yeah, it's, um, it'll be very exciting for me. Um, Matthias Sventa says, UTMB, that's fresh. Yeah. And Martha says, Chamonix, I spent a summer there with a French family when I was 14. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. Calvin Wong says, what, UTMB? Yeah. So I've known about this for a little while. Um, and uh, I've been pretty excited about it. I even read a book about UTMB, like a physical book. A book got sent to me. It's over there. I'll show it to you guys later. A physical book. Got, I don't know how they knew. I, I don't know. They, they knew that I was going or it's just coincidence. It was nice timing. But it's a new, I think it's a new book. It's fairly recent because it covers events from like um, triathlon, taking Ironman, taking, like taking over or becoming involved. You know, so it covers those events too. So I'm like, I'm read up. Just spent five days in mountains. And uh, I'm excited to go check it out. Um, yeah, let's see. Um, 
All right. There were some other questions. Oh, where where it go? Where's Terrence? Terrence, um, Terrence, did you have a? How did you do in the San Francisco Marathon? I think I saw it on, on Strava. Hmm. Let's see. You have to put it in there again. You have to put it in there so I could give you proper congratulations. Adam wants to know who are the trail guides. So the trip that I went on, and I'm starting to make the video now, the Baltimore video, that got delayed. I thought I would have kind of, I don't know why, but I thought I would have time in the mountains to do like voiceovers and video editing work, but I was just so exhausted from it. Um, I didn't get to finish it until this morning. So the Baltimore video is just out now. And next I'm going to start working and I'm going to try to work on it during family vacation. Don't tell my family. Um, is this mountain running adventure that I went on. It was, it's called Hut Run Hut. It's something that Ricky Gates, um, the Solomon ultra runner, um, puts together. He used to work maintaining the huts. And these are these like structures that exist at various checkpoints in the wilderness. And they're like off grid dwellings, I guess. Um, but he's managed to figure out a way to like connect them all into a running adventure. I think normally it's like a seven day thing, but we cut it down. We did it to four days, which for me felt like a lot of running. And I, I like running, but like this was a lot of running. <laughs> um, so he was like the main group leader. And then there was another um, group leader runner as well, Gus Gibbs, um, who I had not met before. Um, but he was another of the of the guides as well. And between the two of them, they made sure that, and we had ended up having like two different kind of pace groups, but he made sure, those two made sure that none of us got lost. And so I feel like, the bo the best ringing endorsement of the hut run hut run hut run is that even i did not get lost and we were off trail a lot a lot um and so it was pretty it was pretty cool um gus gibbs i didn't realize this until later because like what was funny is we no 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 one had cell service um for most of the trip and we're we're talking about like these were like um the other people on this trip were like media people. And so like, and there were pro runners too. Um, it's very humbling to run by any pro runner, but to r run next to a pro runner who is acclimated to altitude and does mountain trail running. That's like a whole nother level of like humbling. <laughs> um, but so all the um, media people that are there, um, the moment we had any cell service, it was just like people had to check in. And it was really wild. I didn't bring my phone on any of the runs because uh, I bring cameras. But like, uh, I think that's the main reason why other people brought their phones. But I didn't bring my phone. Um, but like, people were posting images. Like at the end of the day, when we'd be at the hut, some of them you could get cell reception. What was funny is one of the huts that we were at, you could only get cell reception by the outhouse. So people would just be milling around by the outhouses. <laughs> um, Sometimes people were like trying to have phone conversations and people, other people were like checking in with work and stuff. So it was kind of crazy. But then like on, on the last day after we had brunch, we were driving kind of back to Vail and um, we kind of had to split up in a couple of different cars. And then when we got back to like the hotel where we kind of like started the entire journey from, because we had to like unpack and repack bags and cars and stuff like that before we all headed to the airport everyone was like oh hey so-and-so says hi so gus gibbs is friends with um ethan newberry 
And so he's like, oh, our friend Ethan says hi. I'm like, oh, how do you know Ethan? And he's like, oh, I, I go way back. He, he, Gus goes back further than I do. And I'm like, I've met Ethan. I don't know that I've actually met him in person, but we've chatted on on uh, on the internet a whole bunch of times. I've been on his uh, live stream and he's been on mine. And um, I was like, I, I really wanted to go do Tiger Claw. And I think next year might be my year. And Gus, who was very patient with me on the days that I was struggling up the hills, um, he's like, yeah, you'll, he's like, I think you'll like it. It's a lot of this kind of climbing, but at zero feet elevation. So I'm like, that sounds great. I don't know if I can, I'm cut out for elevation, guys. So that's was it. So that's that's who was the other um, guide for the week. So they they kept me from getting lost. Um, Carlo Cabrales says, hey, Co, it was great seeing you at the grit party. You looked exhausted by the end of the day. Yeah, I was. I mean, just the humidity at the uh, grit party was intense. So he went for a run in the morning. Um, I got lost in a city see that's how easy i get lost to running from a place to another place that i've been before so like that's how easily i get lost so i got lost so i ended up running extra then i ran um with with um thomas megan and megan and aldrin and robbie and then we also did the um the three mile shakeout so i had i had gotten in a lot of miles that day. i think i got like maybe thir- 13 or 14 miles that day it was a lot but I had a lot of fun. Hope you had fun too. Um, a decaf coffee says, I missed you all last week. Hope you had a great trip. It was a really good trip. I'm, I'm exhausted though. <clears throat> yeah. It was hard. It was hard. It was a hard week. Um, Midlife Runner says, yo, what's going on? Easy runs were awkward this week without the live stream. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm back for today, though. Um, all right. Let me catch up to you guys in the in the chat. Um, ooh, Ryan Flake says we should have Ben is running on here. I'll, I'll definitely reach out and see if they want to do it. Richard Healy says Tommy. Um, we'll see if Tommy can do it. I know that Tommy is traveling during some part of that time where I'm going to be gone. So we'll have to see when he's available. I might try to do one from... I'm trying to think, like, I was thinking, like, from Budapest, like, the time difference might be such that activities might be over for the day, and I could do a live stream. Like, it'll be, like, 9 o'clock at night there, and it'd be 1 o'clock here, maybe, I think. If it's, like, if it's a seven-hour difference, that might not be enough time, because I'll still be at events during the day, or at the track, you know? But I might try to do it there, but we'll see. Um... Daz Darren 99 thinks guest host sounds fun. Call you bring him like the Johnny Carson needing guest hosts. I I mean, I just think it'd be fun. Um, a lot of votes for Robbie. Um, a lot of votes for midlife runner. Shannon says midlife runner. I think, I think we, I think we could do this. I think we could do this. I think we can definitely find some people to do it. Um, Shannon says, didn't Kabuzi do a live stream from the beach once with us? I did once. It was Montrose beach. Was it Montrose beach? Yeah. It did. It, it did not work well. It did not work well. That's why I'm like, I don't think I can do it. Um, JC says, though, live from Budapest. I like it. I, I'm, I'll try. I'll try to do one. It might be maybe a Saturday one. No, the Saturday one will be hard because that'll be marathon day. Because I think the marathon is Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, maybe I'll, I don't, I, I forget exactly what days I get there. Um, 
Yeah. Vanessa Martina wants to know what trail shoes that I run it. So Solomon sent me. So this this trip was put on by. I mean, Ricky Gates put this on through his. I guess it's his company that does this trail adventure, multi day trail adventure. But it was also with Solomon, and so um, Solomon sent me. Um, they only had to send me one new pair of shoes because they'd already sent me the other ones, so I had to bring them with me. But I ran in the Thundercross Sense Ride Five. I ran in the Pulsar Trail Two Pro and the Ultra Glide Two. So those are the four shoes that I ran in over the week. Good shoe. I mean, so the way. Solomon shoes being the way they, they are makes a lot more sense to me now, which is what I always kind of hypothesized, but now I've experienced it. So, yeah. Um, Julian K with a running shoe question of the day. <laughs> All right. Julian K says, Hey, I'm looking for a long run shoe, 13 plus miles. I gain a long blocks at marathon and threshold paces. Endorphins speed three is an obvious contender. What else should I consider? I would say you could probably look at the super blast. I like that one a lot. Primex also would be another one that I would look at look at for long blocks of marathon effort. Um, a little more on the expensive side, but something that you could probably race with would be the Endorphin Pro. No, the Endorphin Elite. I think that would also be another one. But then again, Endorphin Pro 3 retails at 225 So that's not super expensive for a long run shoe. But those are some I look at. Oh, also this one right here. Uh Puma DV8 Nitro 2. I think that's also a pretty good choice. So those would be some ones that I would look at. Um, all right. Mm. Sue Ann says the co-fam thanks Gus. Yeah, Gus gave me a really nice hug at the end too. It was nice. Gus was a very calming presence on the course. And he also gave me chlorophyll to drink, which he kept, I, I'm like, did I just, um, did I just dope? Because he kept saying, like, are you subject to um, drug testing? And I was like, no. And he's like, well, I have this chlorophyll. And it's supposed. I'm reading the bottle. And it's supposed to help you, like, acclimate to altitude better. So I'm like, I'll have some. I'm fine. Uh, I'm not going to get drug tested for anything. And I'm suffocating up here at 11,000 feet. So I'll try it. But he, you put it, it's like a dropper. It's like a tincture. And you put it into your water. And it just makes your water taste like green tea. So it's tasty. But yeah, that was, Gus was helpful. He drugged me all week. <laughs> um, mm, all right. Mm, let's see. Frank says, what did you think of all the New York of the New York Times article saying that the big speed gains of the pros are from actually training in super shoes rather than just racing from them? I haven't seen that article, Frank, so I can't comment on it. Um, yeah, I don't know. That seems it seems like kind of like a clickbaity article or like an annoying buzzfeedy article about like you know what's not you know what's good? That's fine. That's good. But this is what the really good stuff is. And I'm just like, both can be true. It doesn't have to be mutually exclusive. Um, but I do, I do like training in them. I think it's good to train in them personally. So, 
Daniel Burton wants to know how many miles I ran. Uh, I think I have like 45 miles in on the week from mon- Monday to Thursday. So, yeah, it was um, yeah, about like 10 to 15. Yeah, 10. The longest day was 15. I think the shortest day was nine. That was yesterday. So, yeah. Uh, Sega Dreamcast wants to know, were the outhouses just pretend outhouses or actual just a hole-in-the-ground outhouses? I'm pretty sure they were just hole-in-the-grounds. Um, I didn't investigate. But it didn't look like... Um, there was... If you open the toilet seat and you look down, there was light. So daylight was coming in from somewhere. So I don't, I don't know. If it was like a, a like a tank, you know what I mean? That you just pooped into like a tub kind of thing i think it would be dark but it was not dark um yeah so it was a real it was a real outhouse and it it was cold there were times where like i would wake up in the middle of the night probably because my body thought i was being suffocated to death and i would think well i need to go to the bathroom but then i was like i'm not gonna go because then i'd have to go outside in like 45 degrees and i just don't like being cold so (laughs) i was just really thankful that i didn't have to sleep outside at any point i'm not very good at that um some people did, like Gus, slept outside every night. One, and it rained one night. He still slept outside. I don't know. <laughs> uh, um, Adam says that the uh, the huts were built for and by the 10th Mountain Division training to fight in the Alps. I know. Ricky Gates is like a fountain of knowledge on it, too. We stopped by, I forget what the name of the camp is, but there was a camp. There's like a flat little like plateau I don't know if it got built out for that, but it looks like you could land an airplane on it if you needed to, um, in, in the hill, in a valley. And there were these like cement buildings that were like as long as the longest bank of porta potties you might ever find at a marathon. That's how long they were. And there was these like little cement structures where you would walk in and it'd be like one little room built into like a cement block. And that's where they would all stay. Um, but yeah, the 10th Mountain Division. Pretty cool. Really cool story. I can't imagine like how like terrified if you were if I was just like a normal person and I got put in. I don't know how a person would get put into the 10th Mountain Division. But like all of a sudden you're training in the mountains in the snow and you have to like hike and run and shoot and also like um like live off the land and stuff. I'd be like, what are we going over there to fight? I mean why is this the training? I don't, I wouldn't understand. I would have been very, I would have been, I would have been very, um, terrified, terrified, terrified. Um, Martha says, Co, do you feel like Superman at sea level of being at high elevation? I do. And I don't. My daughters today were like, dad, you seem to have a lot of energy. And I'm like, I think it's because I can breathe finally. Um, and I do think that, um, it might be related to my vertigo, but I think I'm very sensitive to altitude. And so like, it bothered me a lot to be at high altitude. Um, I can't say that I loved it, but like I, being back now at sea level, it feels great, but I'm also exhausted. My body is super beat up. I mean, looking at my heart rate, I was basically spending like four hours a day at marathon heart rate and then also running other some more too. There was a lot of walking, mostly walking, but yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It was so hard out there. It was so hard out there. So I, I feel great. I could breathe. Um, 
I feel like I'm high on oxygen right now, but my body does not feel great. It was hard. It was a hard weekend. Uh, Sleeve Singer says, oh, wow. Can't wait to see the Baltimore video. It was great meeting you. It was great to meet you, too. It was so nice. I got to meet the Sleeve Singer, and I got to meet Sega Dreamcast um, while I was out there in Baltimore this year. So that was super cool. Um, yeah, it was really great to meet people in person. All right, Terrence, here's, here's his update. He had a marathon PR by five minutes. Yes. But he says, uh, not entirely happy with my performance since I always run a, a 90% good race and then cramps more me to stop and hobble the last 5 to 10%. That's, that's part of the allure of the marathon. That's how everyone runs it. So don't worry. Take the wins where you can. Five-minute PR is huge, Sharon. So that's a really great job. Really great job. Mm. All right. Let's go. I got one more thing we got to decide. I got to decide whether or not to go to um, Falmouth, Falmouth again. I was talking with the ASICs people in Baltimore, and they were like, we haven't invited you because um, you're going to Budapest. But the weekend before you go is Falmouth, and we do have a bib for you. So now I'm like, oh. And it would be another stop on the hydration tour. So it was really cool to see all the people that were there for Megan and Megan for their Fuel for the Soul hydration tour. I, I, I feel like privileged to be able to see like their react, like the people's reaction to them, you know, it was really cool to see. Um, and I'd love to be able to check it out again. And I also really enjoy running the Falmouth road race. And it also is a lot of fun. So I'm deciding whether or not I have to run it by my wife. I think we, we can decide. What do you guys think? Cosmic Pineapple Michael says, Asics dropping that carrot. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I don't think they need me to go to this one, you know. But that's what I'm <clears throat> I'm going for. Andrew Scott says, go for it, YOLO. I don't know, but it's the thing. It's like I'm going to go, and then like three days later, I'm leaving for 11 days. That's the hard part. So we'll see. Daniel Burton says, is it a 10K? It's a seven-mile race. It's a bar-to-bar race like bar to bar, point to point. So that's why it's an odd distance. But it's such a fun, I mean, I've been going there the past couple of years now. Have I done it three times, I think? Two times? Mm, I don't know. Yeah, Sharon says skip it. I, I'm, I, I probably, I need to decide soon. But, but Sean says hard seltzers in the ocean, Kofuzi. I mean, you know, I don't, I drink hard seltzers once a year maybe twice but pretty much once a year it's that day i kind of like it um adam says you could have run an evening cross-country race yesterday not far from the denver airport you know what you know when i did feel great when i got to denver because like we were at a i went from like eleven thousand feet at breakfast to five thousand feet by lunchtime maybe dinner time and so like that felt amazing I should have because my flight got delayed by three hours. I didn't get home yesterday till 3.15 in the morning. But my, my flight got delayed by three hours. I totally would have had time. Totally. I should have done it. <laughs> um, Terrence, Reed says, skip Falmouth and do Berlin. So I'm not going to do Berlin this year. Did I tell you guys? I Here's the thing. I don't think I told you this to you guys. And then we got to get to these packages because I got a lot of packages. 
I had an opportunity to do Berlin this year. I signed up. Apparently, I signed up for some Abbott lottery where if you're a six-star chaser and you have four or more, I guess four or five, they, you could put in for the lottery. And so I got a lottery bib for Berlin for this year. I don't know why I thought it would have been for 2024, but it was for 2023. But I was like, I'm going to be, I was like, Baltimore, Colorado, Budapest, Chamonix. Like, there's no way I can train. I don't know how I'm going to be able to train for Berlin in that kind of, like, peak week will be, like, Chamonix. And so I'm like, I don't want to go to Berlin to fun run. So I'm going to try and do it for 2024. <sighs> yeah. Mm. so yeah terrence says go on a race lottery is that it wasn't the race lottery it wasn't the berlin lottery abbott had one so i feel like that's different that's very different maybe i don't know um yeah mm. and then um daniel burton says i should stay with the family I think that's probably right. Because I, I actually think my kids will be in school. That following Monday might be their first day of school. So I, I don't know. I'll have to check with the school calendar. It starts weird, crazy early out here. Um, 1HP says that the Falmouth race is hilly. It could be good training. Yeah, it is a hilly race. It is a lot of fun. Um, Sue Ann says, do it. Falmouth is a great location. And your friends, my friends will be there. That's the thing. Although I think uh, I think only Believe in the Run is going. I don't know if anyone else is going. But, you know, that will still be fun. Um, mm, all right. Gil Gilad Eliyahu says, what, what's the shoe that you think has the best colorway out of all your shoes? I think it's the blue and yellow Metaspeed. Um, here down here i'm partial to i'm sentimentally partial to this shoe but i love this one it is the um pegasus 33 shield i love black and gray and this little pop of uh lime green that's here and then on like the fly wire on the inside this i think is really great super clean oh it was super clean this is a like a seven-year-old shoe eight-year-old shoe i still have it um very worn down as far as my shoes go but I love this. This is like my aesthetic right here. Black and gray. Bat Lego Batman colors. That's kind of what I like. Um, all right. Here's another running shoe question. Marzalek says, based on your experience, if both shoes are available at the same price of 180, is the Adios Pro 3 or the Deviant Nitro Elite 2 a better race day workout shoe? Adios Pro 3, easy. Hmm... Oh, Lee says, yeah, we heard you say that Berlin at the live stream with Megan of Tommy. Hard decision. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought I told you guys about it. Mm. Adam says, the Chicago Pro Field is stacked. World records and U.S. women's record. Yeah, I think, I think that if we have a good weather day for Chicago, um, records will fall. I think. I think. I'm very excited. I'm super excited about it. Um, uh, she couldn't say for sure when we were in Boulder, but Emma Bates hinted that she'd be looking to run fast in the fall, um, in the United States. And so I don't think she said in the United States, 
but she hinted that it wasn't going to be Berlin. And so uh, that kind of made it rather obvious, but she still, you know, couldn't announce until she could announce. Um, and she also, you know, said that she feels like she's at a spot where she could run for an American record. Whether she'll do that, or I don't know. I don't know, but I'm very excited to see it. I also feel like they're, the American field is really strong for Chicago. And um, the world field is really interesting as well. I was looking at the elite list today, and I didn't realize that Sifan Hassan and... Um, um, who else was I thinking about? Who has the American record right now? Emily Sisson. They have very similar marathon PRs. So that would be fascinating to see them battle it out. Um, so like, I'm, 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 here's another decision I have to make. I have a bib for Chicago, but I've run it many times. Is this a year that I spectate and watch it? I feel like both between the women's pro field and with, I think that Chicago is going to be a lot of OTQ hopefuls best shot. Um, at hitting that mark. So I feel like there's a lot of storylines that could be very fun to chase down. So that's another decision I need to make. Hmm. All right. Paul Lewis says box, box, box. All right. We got so many boxes here. We got one, two, three, five things that we're going to have to try to get through. So let's get through them quick. Eric says, I'm not sure it's a box, box day. We're just going to kind of go through them quick just because I'm not going to be here for a while. Um, and I do need to have some of this stuff. So, Alan Lou says, spectate and let Matt Choi mule your bib. Yeah, I don't think that'd be good for any, any of us. Um, yeah. Um, all right. Lou says, your buddy isn't running this year. I don't think he is. He's running, he's running, um, I want to say Madison, Madison this year. I, think, I don't remember if it was Madison or, I don't think it's, I don't think it's Twin Cities. I don't think it's Medtronic. But I think, yeah, he was telling me, we were telling me about it a little while ago. All right, here we go. Um, this first box, I think, you know, I got this before I left for um, for Boulder. And I was going to give it a, an unboxing of its own. Not for Boulder, uh, for Vervail. But I, I kind of want to take this on my family vacation. So this is from Koros. It is the heart rate monitor. So I am, uh, I do like heart rate monitors, especially like armband heart rate monitors. I've been seeing people wear it both on the forearm and then up higher on the bicep. Um, I've done it both ways with armband heart rate monitors. So it'll be interesting to see. The one thing that I have to double check and I haven't researched it enough, maybe you guys know, um, is do I have to have a Koros watch to be able to use it? Cause like the Koros foot pod, you have to have a Coros watch to use it. You can't use it with anyone else. Um, so I don't know. I don't have any Coros watches with me at the moment. I've returned them all. Because um, Coros always wants their stuff back. I don't know that they're going to want this heart rate monitor back, but they usually do. So I have to kind of be careful when I open their stuff. Although I just kind of tore this open. But... Um, Elastic is nice and comfy. It's about the size of like a whoop. It feels heavier than it looks. So there's that. 
Let's see if I can get it on. Oh no. All right. I'm gonna have to loosen this quite a bit to get it to fit. I can't get this thing on. Midlife Runner says my chest strap tan is on fire right now. Ooh, you've been running without a shirt, but the chest strap, I feel like that's a special kind of runner look. I like that one. All right, so here we go. So it looks like on the forearm, I'll have to adjust it to be able to get it up any higher than that for right now, but I think this will work. And uh, Adam says there's, there's mixed reviews from Desfit and DC Rainmaker. Um, but he also says that the band is compatible with any Bluetooth watch. So I'll give this a shot. I'll bring this on the trip, get some running in. All right, we'll see. Mm. Shannon says, Des Linda's Coros post says, early data suggests I'm not dead yet. Shannon says, gosh, I love her. That's, that's funny. <laughs> She's, um, she has very dry humor. I like it a lot. All right, that's the Coros box. I'm gonna have to remember to bring that on the trip. I'm gonna put this over here so I don't forget. Uh, Marzalek says, if you're ever looking for a spot to test out trail shoes on technical terrain, try out Raceway Woods in West Dundee. The trails are very well maintained and there are different types for every runner. You know, I think that's a good tip. But, you know, I think that I'm going to try, you know, I've tried this year to do bring in some collabs for trail running reviews, people that live in different regions than me. You know, we had Ultra Trail Steven on, we had Ryan Clayton on. Um, but I really would love to be able to plan it so that I can go to where they live, you know, and run on their trails. That's where I'd like to, I mean, that costs money and time, but like, that's kind of what I want to be able to do. Cause I do love, and I think it's important to trail test trail shoes and the trails that I have available to me. But I feel like it would be more thorough and interesting of a video. The thing is my trail shoe videos do not do well. So like from a monetary perspective, it'd have to be a very conscious investment, losing money for several years, thousands of dollars per review video before I, you know, I could develop it into something where it becomes economically feasible. That's the hard part. CV76 wants to know how many heart straps can you put on a forearm? I don't know. Here, here, see, this is why I don't really like reviewing GPS watches anymore um, and like heart rate monitors and stuff anymore is because uh, it gets ludicrous. And I feel like it's to the point where some of the commenters, I don't know if they're intentionally doing it or if they're lampooning themselves. So if they're like so meta that they don't even understand. But like, you know, I would do a run where I'd be like, all right, two different watches, same run, let's go. People will be like, oh, well, one wrist is your dominant wrist. So that's going to give you a different reading than the other one. And then other people will be like, oh, no, well, even if you switch them on alternate days on the same run commute home, depending on which side the buildings may be on, that's going to affect your GPS readings. And I'm like, I don't think this is consumer-grade GPS is quite as precise as you think. But then I've done other ones where it's like, all right, well, I'll put them both on the same wrist, both on the right, and I'll wear two. And people are like, oh, well, the one that's higher on your wrist is going to give you a different heart rate reading than the one that's lower on your wrist, which I don't disagree with that. But 
then people will be like, and the GPS will be way off too. And then other people will say, well, if you have two on the same wrist, their GPS radios are going to interfere with each other. And I'm like, these all may be true, but we're talking about consumer grade GPS watches, watches that have a hard time on a track, you know? And I just feel like that's, it just gets so ludicrous. Some of the the critiques of these kinds of devices that I'm not sure I would, I'm not, I'm really looking forward to testing the heart rate monitor. I'm not looking forward to putting out the review and, and responding to comments. Yeah. Uh, Adam says DC Rainmaker and Desfit wear multiple bands and watches as well as chest rep. I know, but they are respected in the field. And so people don't give them a hard time because they're, they're respected in the field for a good reason, because they're very thorough, much more thorough and meticulous than I am. But, you know, Mm. Winston says Hella gets so much hate every time he shows up as watches too. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's 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 like triggering for some people. I don't I don't I'm not sure. I'm not sure why people get so excited about it. Mm. All right, let's get to another box. Um, but the other thing is since I've switched to always just putting a Velcro strap on my watches, I generally get a pretty good heart rate reading. So like, it'll be interesting to see if this does differently with, so I'll have to bring, I'll have to find a silicone strap or maybe, uh, I guess, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I'm not fun. Uh, Ryan Flake says thoughts on Primex too. Uh, I've seen images of it on the internet and i have also seen it at tre i don't know if uh i can talk about it yet so i'm not sure i have many thoughts on the primax too if it's anything like what i tried on at tre i'm very excited for it send it to me soon please i i asked if i could get it for for peach tree they said no <laughs> they wouldn't even give me an audios pro 4 um, they suggested maybe they could get me a Takumi Sen 9, which I'm like, I already have it and I've reviewed it. I'm going to run into it already. So, yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Let's try another one. Ah, this is going to be a fun package. I've been waiting for this one for a little while now. I think you guys will like it. This is This is really nice. I bought this one myself. Coffee Club, a running podcast about nothing. I love it. It's a cartoon drawing. Very fun. I cannot wait to wear this. I think I'm going to wear this. I'm going to bring this to Budapest, I feel like. And if I see someone else wearing it, I'm definitely going to grab a selfie, for sure. I don't know that I'll bring this on family vacation, but I feel like if I bring it to Budapest, people will know what it is. Mm, all right, another box. This one is from Gooder. Now they um, just recently did an event in Chicago. I forget where it was, but they invited me to come down and check it out. They built, I think it was the world's biggest sunglasses. Um, it wasn't big enough that you could walk under it. So they put it on like a pedestal and then you could walk underneath it, like underneath the bridge of the sunglasses and stuff. 
And the day of the event was, I was actually in town, but it was like, I had one night between Baltimore and Colorado. And I was like, got doing laundry all night and stuff. So they're like, I was like, I can't go. But here's a box. It's not a bogey. It's a flamingo. Oh, I get it. Birds. Bogey. All right. Albatross, eagle, birdie, par, flamingo. Wait, an albatross is a thing? I don't play golf. Um, but they did send, I guess these are all, are these all golf themed glasses? Let's try them on. All right. We got, first we got the Mach G. Guys, we're not going to have enough time for all these packages. Ooh, reflective aviators. I think these are definitely going to go on vacation with me. Now, I can't see you guys and I can't hear myself talking, but you'll have to let me know if these look okay. Should I bring these on vacation? I always feel like the gooders are, a, the aviator frames are a little bit small for my slightly big head. So I don't know. Um, all right. Let's go to the next one. <laughs> Andrew Scott. I'm pretty sure this is patronizing. <laughs> he says, whoa, who's the cool dude? <laughs> That's how I talk to um, children when they're wearing sunglasses. <laughs> My nephew, um, who's now 11, almost 12, um, when he was a younger boy, we would always, he would call his sunglasses dudes. So when it was sunny out, he would be like, hey, don't forget to put your dudes on. And then he would put them on like that and, and, and smile real big pretty funny and thomas says i love the aviators on you okay all right well maybe maybe i'll maybe i'll try them you know i i love i love reflective lenses i'm a sucker for a reflective lens so mm. oh my goodness what are these these are the vrgs um i do not know if i can rock this these are I think it's a good thing that I can't see myself. It's like even just the screen, it's like an arm's length away. I can't I can't tell if I look ridiculous in these. What do you guys think? Maybe maybe I'll bring them, I'll give them to my some of my my sister's kids. Maybe they'll like it. Richard Wilson says, um, oh you rock that. Sean Devlin says futuristic. Uh JC says, they're really blue. They look kind of purple to me but I'll believe you. And Austin McMahon says, uh, terrible. <laughs> See, I feel, I feel like Austin's telling me the truth here. I feel like it. <laughs> um, Tracy Smith says, I kind of love those. And Sega Dreamcast says, Cyberpunk 2077 level. But Calvin says, definitely a kid gift. <laughs> um, thank you to Gither for providing these sunglasses. All right, this, are, this is a big one. Oh my goodness. I... WGs. I'm trying to think. Do I have these? I, I think I might already have a pair of these. Um, my nieces and nephews on my wife's side, who are some of them are a little bit older. Some of them are have like graduated college and stuff now. They always love it when Gooder sends me a lot of sunglasses because I can't wear them. I do think I've gotten a pair of these before. Yeah. I, this feels familiar. The curve is too sharp for my white face. So like, I feel like, uh, and my eyelashes are too long. So I feel like I'm scrape, scraping the glass. And I also feel like it's like, 
it's like chopping into my cheekbones right here. So it like curls around. Instead of wrapping all the way around nicely, it's like bumping into my face. So that's kind of what I feel. But I think I look okay in them. Ooh. There we go. Calvin says, oh, I don't like those. The downward curve looks not flattering. You know, um, I have had other sunglasses of this shape before. And there's another pair that I have from a different brand that I do like. But I do like that Gooder makes these. They just don't work for my face shape, you know. Um, Thomas says they're just okay. Mm. And <laughs> Vanessa Martinez says, uh, those make you look like an extra from a drift race movie. There we go. All right. Well, that's that's going to be it from Gooder. I think I'll I'll try. The, I'll just I'll just bring these on the trip, and if someone else wants to steal them from me, I'll I'll let them. Uh, yeah. So there we go. Thanks to Gooder for that one. Sleeve Singer says, "Not a fan of the ski look for you." You know, it doesn't always work. I'm, I'm a Wayfarer kind of guy, you know. Calvin says, time for pit vipers in the double wide for our flatter Asian faces. Does that work for you, Calvin? Maybe I'll have to try that. Hmm. Okay. okay. Eric Cramon says that the last look was Macho Man Tokyo Drift. I think, I think that probably sums it up very well. Juliana VB says the first one was the winner. All right, we're going to go with that one. That's the one that's coming to the trip. All right, we got two more packages. This is one that uh, I bought. Um, you know, I did reach out to, did I tell you this? this? I did reach out to the feed or whatever this co company is um, to see if we could get a promo code for you guys. And they said, no, we're good. No, thanks. No promo code. And I wasn't going, I was, I'm not going to boycott them because they don't want to give me a promo code. But, like, I get they're, they're in a great spot, and I'm happy for them. Um, they have a really wide selection of things, and they recently became the exclusive American distributor for the gels that I like. So I kind of have to go through them at this point. So I don't remember all what I ordered and why this box is so big. They have a mag they have a magazine now? Alright. I ordered some chocolate recovery mix. I this is one of my favorite. It's pretty basic. It's very straightforward. I had a conversation with someone about um chocolate like recovery shakes. And people were like, Yeah, I like to put nut uh milk in it, or I like to put milk in it, or whatever. Like they like water's weird. But I'm like, yeah, if I could have if I could put milk in this, I would rather just have chocolate milk. This is useful for like, you put it in your car and then you have a separate water bottle. You know what I mean? And then you mix it in your car so that way when you're driving home after a run, you have it that way. And that way milk isn't sitting in your hot car in the summer. That's why I feel like the water works out well. That's kind of how I was thinking about it. But there's that. And then the big thing that I got, the reason why I have to go to this company 
is because of my Science and Sport gels. I love these. I just finished a box recently, so I was short. I needed some more. And then, everyone's been talking about Element lately. And um, I've always kind of avoided it because I like sugar in my electrolyte drink mixes, and they don't have sugar in these. But I didn't realize how much salt that they had. And I feel like for a humid summer, a lot of salt is good. So I got some Element. We'll try that out. Maybe I'll bring it on the vacation. But, or maybe I'll just wait and we'll do a taste test later. And then um, I think I ordered enough that I got a freebie. A little satchel thing. Uh, I think this will be, I don't, I don't need the strap. Maybe I'll cut it off. But this is a nice size for like, I think you probably put some shoes in here if you're traveling. You know, that way, if your shoes, like if you've been out running trails, your shoes don't get dirt all over the rest of all your luggage. Maybe you could put food in here. I don't know. It's just, it's a strange shape of a bag, but it came, I got it for free. That's, that wasn't, that's what I got from that place. JC says, tip on the element, add a generous amount of water. Okay. Thanks for the tip. Um, yeah, yeah. And Shannon says, I drank Element this morning, but I have a headache because I didn't drink enough water with the ridiculous amount of salt. Interesting. Interesting. Um, you know, I, I had a headache every day. I went through an entire bottle of Advil, not a big bottle, but like I had a travel size tube of Advil. I went through the whole thing. I was taking like, well, I kind of ran out towards the end. But I wanted, if I could have, I would have taken four Advil a day, like two in the morning, two in the evening. I just always had a headache. Oh, yeah. Mm, Fitness 2 says the spicy flavors are interesting. I'm not looking for it. I don't like spicy and drink. Doesn't go together in my mind. So I'm not looking forward to that at all. Paul Lewis says, that was a good box. <laughs> all right. All right, last one. This is going to be a super interesting one. Because this is a little bit different, and it's going to be very hard to open. I, I wasn't sure this was ever going to actually come. I got an email from someone with an Arctic email address. And it was like, hey, we want to send you some stuff. No strings attached. You don't even have to do a review. We just want you to have it. And I was like, that sounds too good to be true. Um, but I understand, like, it's... A, it's an effective way to market. And so they were like, hey, just uh, go onto the website and let us know, like, you can spend up to so much amount of money, you know, uh, order some stuff. So I was like, oh, okay. I don't think this is a scam. No one's asking me for money. No one's asked me for any personal information other than address, you know? So, um, yeah. So, it took a while. It took like a couple of weeks for it to get here. And I never, so a lot of times I'll get like a confirmation that something's coming. Um, and I didn't get anything like that for this. So it's here now. This size of this box makes me wonder if like everything that I thought I had requested is coming or not. Or maybe this is just all that I'm getting. But let's open it up. Oh boy. 
goodness, it's very heavy. How do I even open this thing? Oh, I didn't think that these would be floppy. These things are just floppy. I thought they would be like hard plastic things, but floppy. Okay. All right, this is the 20 liter cooler from Arctic. It's really heavy. It's supposed to keep stuff really cold for like days at a time. If, for example, you're going camping, you know. It's a lot of space in there, but there's also a lot of thickness for the, all the insulation that goes in it. And, you know, I figure since we got a backyard now, sometimes we go, you know, out on the lake. I feel like this is a nice heavy-duty cooler. We can keep lots of beverages and even food nice and cool for a long period of time. So thanks to Arctic for sending that. And they also sent this thing as well, which I'm very excited about. Whew. How do I close this thing? There we go. It's got a really big handle too. It locks into place. Oh, I'm going to have to get, do some exercise if I'm going to start carrying that thing around. And they also sent one of these. Which, I, frankly, it's going to get more use than the cooler. But um, I, I do love a good koozie. And this is a can koozie. Got a nice Arctic sticker. But you put your can in there. Screw this on top then your can will stay nice and cold for a really long time. I'm super excited about this. I have one other, like, you know, I have many regular koozies of like the foam variety. Um, but I only have one other of this like hard side, like kind of can koozie. My mother-in-law gave it to me. She bought a souvenir one. It's made out of wood. It's really nice to hold, but it only holds slim cans like seltzers. And I'm, I'm thinking I might bring it with me, like bring my own koozie to Falmouth if I go. But I've never actually used it um, because, I, like I said, I don't drink seltzers except for when I'm at Falmouth. But this, this I'll use all the time. This is going to get used, like, not, not every day, but in the summer frequently. And we got Herm Runs in here. It says it can hold 30 12-ounce cans. Measured it myself. See, that's the kind of that's the kind of news you can use. I need that. And <laughs> Sarah says, uh, from air fryers to coolers. Nice. Yeah. You know, I think I'm gonna do another um kind of like I did the um crocs, the Salahi Bembry Crocs. Um, I'm gonna try to shoot this some B-roll of this and bringing it to some place that's not like super intense, like on a mountain, for example. You know what I mean? Cause like I feel like people will use this like I've seen pictures of these like on fishing boats, you know, when, on people's campers, on their like four-wheelers. What is it called when it's a four-wheeler, but it's not an ATV? It like sits seats in it and it's not a golf cart, but it like a kind of like a rugged golf cart. Those, I see them on those. I'm not going to do that. This is just going to be next to my Adirondack chair in the backyard. So I don't have to go inside. That's... <laughs> 
<laughs> that that's that, i think that's i think that's kind of what it is sean devlin says is it a quad i i uh side by side that's what i heard someone else say because we saw a lot of those in colorado so side by side yeah daniel burton says you need this for mowing the lawn exactly so i'll just have this in the background i'll mow the lawn a bunch take a break pop a can out of this cooler this thing and put it right into my can koozie this insulated can koozie you know living the suburban life you know <laughs> oh my goodness guys all right um yeah sean says you know if you drink them fast enough you don't need a koozie that is true but you know i'm trying to be a little bit more responsible these days and recognize the fact that i cannot um enjoy a summer afternoon in the same way i did when i was in my 20s or even in my 30s and so like for me the more i can kind of like spread things out a little bit it usually ends up being a little bit better so that's that's kind of what that's kind of what i'm thinking um that's why koozies are nice you know i just i just like a koozie you know what i mean this is a nice one this is like you know, I'm not trying to be ungrateful though. And I, but you know, I did ask if they could send two. I was thinking we could, it'd be nice to have like a his and hers, but you know, I can go buy it. If I like this, I'll buy another one. You know, no problem. Um, uh, yeah. All right. Um, uh, Calvin Huang wants to know, and we'll end on this one today. Do you have a Midwest junk drawer in the kitchen as mentioned by the bellied up pod? uh doesn't everybody though i heard that the other day and i'm like that's not a thing that's not a midwest thing because we grew up in new jersey having a junk drawer all the time it's where all the coupons were so anytime we ordered pizza that's where you looked in that drawer and we have a junk drawer now that's where the notepad that i was gonna bring down today that's where that lives and i use that same notepad to like make a shopping list and stuff that's in there we have um our blinds on a remote so you can open all the blinds at once. That remote is in there. There should be a pocket knife in there, but it's not in there half the time. There's some Sharpies. I think that there's a there's a marker that's the same color as the cabinets. So in case you scratch a cabinet, that's in there. So, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Frank, Frank says, is there something different about a Midwest drunk drawer than a junk drawer everywhere, anywhere else? I don't think so. I don't think that there is. That's what, but I think it's a fun topic for them to discuss. But, you know, I, I, I don't think it is a very Midwestern thing. Eric says, you know, you put coupons, rubber bands, clips, koozies, dead pens, and dried, dried herbs? Dried herbs. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, Calvin's has miscellaneous lids, expired coupons, letter openers, and stickers. Stickers. That's an interesting one. Hmm. Eric says, all my shirts are junk drawers. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. That's going to be it for today, guys. And that's going to be it for a while. All next week, I'm out. Uh, I'll post something on all the normal places so you guys know um, when I'm going to be back. I have to look at the calendar, actually, to know when I'm going to be back. But I'm gone for at least a week. So next week, um, you know what I'll do? I'll post another every day that i don't do a live stream i'll post a link to another podcast that i hope you guys will listen to if you're not already listening to so that's what we'll do for next week so all you guys listening on the audio only version next week's going to be an experimental week for you guys you heard hear new things you know hopefully hopefully not hopefully you're already listening to them 
But if you're not, hopefully you're finding some other fun stuff to listen to as well. Not to say that you shouldn't listen here, but I'm saying you can listen to more if you want. It's an option. All right. Um, T-Town Fan says, guest host. No guest host next week because I haven't figured it out and I'm just not going to have enough time. But I'm going to start working on that. We'll do some for when I'm gone later next month because I'm going to be gone for a long time. All right. All right. Until I see you guys again, be safe out there, everybody. Enjoy your running. I can't wait to see you guys again. I'm going to miss you guys. Take care. Thanks.